Life is busy. Disciple making is slow, but we can find rest and hope in Jesus. Welcome to 419 Moment of Encouragement, created to bring you short messages, scriptures, testimonies, and prayers to keep us focused on the kingdom of God and His promises. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Moment of Encouragement. My name is Beth Laurie and I'm your guide. Last week we focused on becoming aware of God's presence. How did that go? Were you able to become more aware of God's presence in your ordinary moments? I hope so. Today we're going to talk about recognizing God's voice. Dallas Willard taught that the best way to discern God's voice is to pay attention to the quality of your experience. We naturally focus on what God communicates, but the way the Lord speaks or touches us is just as important and helps us discern whether it is truly from God. Just our own thoughts or feelings or even one of the devil's perceptions. We need to be aware that what we think might be from God might not actually be. So what are the ways God speaks? Here are some of Dallas's markers. First, he says that his voice, the sound that you might hear, It has a calm authority, much like his character. It's not loud or hysterical. It's peaceful and comforting, gentle like the Spirit of Jesus. Some people say God's voice is normally like a a gentle rush of the ocean waves. It's peaceful, pure, unique, and powerful. On the other hand, If you've been resisting God's grace for a long time or in great danger, then the voice of God might come to you in a more powerful sound. He will not get loud or try harder to get your attention, but he might be perceived as more authoritative in those moments. Learning to recognize God's voice is worth some study and practice, yet many Christians have never been taught how. Here are three steps for hearing God's voice that would be helpful for you on your journey. First is practice quietly meditating on Scripture. Now, we talked about having the mind of Christ. We talked about being aware of God. Meditating on Scripture is letting Scripture read you, not necessarily you reading it, right? You are pondering it and thinking it through. Whatever God communicates— will be consistent with the Bible. So by learning to listen in Scripture, you're postured to become more aware of God speaking. You might hear Him. He might personalize something in Scripture just for you. So it's a great place to practice. Acknowledge your feelings and accept your emotions, even if you need a safe friend to help you. Often our emotions are windows to things that are happening on the inside, windows to our soul. By voicing them, you're learning to listen to what might need prayer. Um, Our emotions are definitely poor leaders. We should not follow what they make us feel, right? Like some days we want to quit our jobs and it's a feeling. Maybe we shouldn't actually do that. Um, But we should think through our feelings. We should process our feelings 
And by sensing them and realizing that there's deeper things happening within us, there's invitations to prayer and listening for God's guidance. Emotions can bubble up things that the Lord needs to talk to us about. So by processing your emotions with Him, you're learning to listen for His voice. Another thing is to wait for the Spirit's peace to direct you. Waiting when it comes to God's voice is not always being slow in our obedience, but it's seeking clarity and assurance for what He is saying to us. The best way to discern our steps and practice hearing God's voice is maybe on a particular decision. We know that the Holy Spirit is at work trying to guide our life. I mean, that's why he was given to us. One of the gifts of the Spirit is his guidance, and we want to discern God's will. Discernment has several steps. Here's a simple kind of way of thinking through it. First, invite God to be with you in the process. Maybe you're making a decision and you want to know what to do about something in your life. Acknowledge that we want to be obedient and follow God in whatever it is he wants for this decision. Second, think of the issue through in your head, like think it through, all of the consequences. What would happen if you do this? What would happen if you do that? But stay open. Don't try to get yourself connected to a particular direction um, or a particular choice. That would block the spirit from being able to reveal more to you if you have a certain attachment in the choices. Third, imagine yourself making a certain choice and sort of stay with it for a day. See how it fits. What would that be like? What would it look like? How do you feel if you make that choice? Keep doing this process as discernment occurs. You know you have found the guidance of the Holy Spirit when you experience peace in one of the choices. His peace is part of his voice. The last step in making a decision is being obedient to follow it through. If the Lord has given you direction, then go ahead and do it. Now, it may sound that that process is laborious, maybe Some people would just rather make a quick decision, but it becomes easier the more we practice. The Holy Spirit is trying to guide us. The Lord is trying to speak to us. He wants to, and it is helpful for us to learn to listen. 1 Kings 19 verses 11 and 13 is the story of Elijah, and it says, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind and the earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after that, earthquake was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after that was a still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. God's voice was still and small to Elijah. Can you recognize God's voice, his unique tone, quality, gentleness, mercifulness, peacefulness? 
if God speaks to his children in a gentle, kind, merciful tone, where are the harsh words coming from that you might hear sometimes? They're probably not from the Lord. How would you respond if someone said to you, God hit me upside the head? Does that fit with the quality of a loving father? Now, maybe it's just an expression, but we know God isn't the kind of father to hit us upside the head. He might make us aware. He might bring something to our attention. So my encouragement for you today is consider, start with saying maybe what Elijah told Samuel, go lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. These words are a good posture for us. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Sort of opens our hearts to being willing to hear from God. Next are the practices. Meditate on scripture. Pray through your emotions. Discern options by developing a listening ear, trying on different things and sensing if the God's giving you peace. These are all ways to develop our relationship with Jesus. These are all ways to learn to hear from God. Mostly, believe that the Lord of the universe can and does want to speak to you. Don't force anything or make something up, but wait patiently and attentively as a servant does. Christian speaker Priscilla Shire says it like this, Having your spiritual radar up in a constant anticipation of his presence Even in the midst of a joyful chaos and regular rhythms of your everyday living is paramount in hearing God, because sometimes the place and the manner you find him is the least spectacular you'd expect. Join us next time as we stay faithful and find joy in our journey with Jesus.